Sunday pour back for a little abbreviated edition, maybe some would say a special edition. It's Thanksgiving Eve by the time you're listening to this. Uh, we're taping this on a Tuesday night. Uh, a little college basketball on with these, you know, preseason, not really preseason, but, you know, before the real season starts, some early tournaments on. A little St. Mary's Oregon on a Tuesday night. Dickie V will be in the house for Gonzaga UCLA in a little bit. So uh, it's a holiday season. Let's get let's get right into it. What are we uh, Thanksgiving Eve? Happy Thanksgiving to all. So <laughs> glad to be here. All right. Yeah. By the way, can I just get an airing of grievance out a month before Festivus? No, it's it's a, I celebrate all month, so or all year really. It's a Festivus lifestyle. I don't like when people call it Turkey Day. <laughs> did i say that did i say turkey day no you just said thanksgiving all right no i didn't know if you were calling me out all right i didn't know if i slipped or something nah, it's just, I don't know. when you're a kid i guess you can but a little childish a little sophomoric it's thanksgiving yeah, I'm not, a, not a fan yeah happy turkey day you're trying to be cute think think of something better <laughs> you know think of something better yeah get 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 original Right, right, right. That's that's just one. That's it. That's all. Fair. All right. Don't fucking be caught around my co-host saying Turkey Day. (laughs) I don't like it. No. You'll hear hear announcers during the football games try and say it. Oh, uh, yeah. If you had to put odds, it's Joe Buck, number one guy. Joe Buck. Joe Buck is minus 10,000 to say it. I took a little bit of pleasure in the fact that I, I, I can't stand Buck. And I don't like his resurgence the past, you know, 10 years. People start liking him for some reason. Yeah. And apparently it's like now it's not cool to not like him. But uh, it's a little bit of pleasure they thinking about it. I'm like, that guy has never had a Thanksgiving at home. Like, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's been, he's been doing the NFL for a while. Not Dickie V getting out of his uh, Ford Explorer. There's no way that's a Ford Explorer, but something – uh, good. Masked up. Got a suit on, which is more than we could say about coaches these days. Yeah. Although I will say UConn, Dan Hurley, still coaches in a suit, so whatever that's worth. No, it's uh, for something. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, he's in the building. The Maui Invitational being played in Las Vegas, Nevada, yeah, as, as always. <laughs> no, good. I'm glad Dickie V's got his uh... – his battles, his cancer battles. So glad he's out and about and looking good. Yeah. Oh, can I make can I make a grievance while we're at it? While we're doing grievances, uh, may as well. Then I say um, Cheetos and anything that that is a, a bagged type chip. Just because you crush it up and put it on food, it, it's not an ingredient in other foods. I don't know if you see this like this trend going on, but there's like Cheeto mac and cheese out there. There's uh, some sort of chicken wing, Cheeto. Uh, I don't know who does that. I don't know if it's Buffalo Wild Wings or Wingstop or whatever, or any of those. I don't know what place it is that does it, mm. but they use a they use a Cheeto as like their I don't know part of their skin or crust or whatever. It's not it's not an ingredient. Don't don't do that. It's like that's, that's some Southern shit that they use like you know Special K or you know, the only the only odd thing that should be in a food is a Rice Krispie treat. It's the only thing that comes out of a bag. That's meant as like some other food, as that, that can be used in a, in like to make something as a rice krispie treat. Like they're not using chips uh, to make to make your uh, 
skin for your chicken wings, please. It's disgusting. Really? I've never heard of that. They use they have to use obviously the crunchy, the crunchy Cheeto. Well, they just like it's the crumbs, so they they break them up. So I don't know if it's Cheetos, cheese, whatever it is. Ah, uh, just eat your crumbs out of the bag. Cheese puffs. I don't know. I don't You're like a crunchy, it. crunchy over puff guy, right? I like them both. I'm not picky. All right. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't. I don't have a preference. Like My preference is crunchy. But you'll have the puffs though. Yeah, I'll eat a puff. I'm not anti-puff. <laughs> They're both pretty good though. You have a couple. You're not like you're not stopping. No, no. But are you gonna make a chicken cut? Are you gonna crumble them up and like take your chicken cutlet, dip it in the egg, dip it into the Cheetos, and then fry it? No, that's no. It doesn't really sound that appealing, really. These are sick people we're dealing with here, man. My God, stop trying to reinvent the wheel. Actually, you know what? A potato chip on a sandwich, that's legit. That's, you know, you're not using it as an ingredient. You're just adding that crunch to your lunchtime. To, to topping. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're not ordering. Right. It's not like battered and fried or anything like that. Yeah, a nice ruffle. On a potato that's a, chip. That's exciting. On a uh, sandwich. Sorry. That's exciting. Nice ruffle on a sandwich. Yeah. But this, uh, yeah, using it as an ingredient. That's, these are sick people we're dealing with. Think they're using the flaming hot Cheeto? Probably. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm, pro- I'm sure there's some sort of choice to be made. And now, do you have to, so you take a bag of Cheetos and you crunch them up? Is that how it works? I could only guess. That sounds about right. Yeah. Or it's a waste know. of a to waste of a bag of Cheetos. Or you just take out what you need and mash them up in a bowl. I would get something like that. Yeah, I haven't bought Cheetos in a while. I'm gonna have to buy some Cheetos. You're in the mood now. I do. I can go for a Cheeto. Is that gonna be your uh, your Thanksgiving Eve eating Cheetos and maybe like a six and a half pack? Could be. <laughs> not I'm not. I'm not ruling it out. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. Uh... Damn, we're supposed to give we're supposed to give advice, and one of my pieces of advice was to plan ahead, and uh, I'm not I'm not planned ahead. Well, you got to prep. You're doing prep tomorrow. You got to you could do got to prep, got to prep food prep, booze prep. It it all goes it's all under the same roof. No, I'm saying, but you're hosting on Thursday, so you got you have a lot of prep like a lot of prep to do. A lot of prep, yeah, a lot of prep. Leave them work a little early to get to get a head start. All right, all right. When do you put your when are you putting your bird in? I got two birds. Ooh. Two tur- I just patted down my first turkey. All right. Violated it. <laughs> patted it down. You, got, you do bit. have that you do have the after glow right going on right now, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of kind of gross in there. Kind of gross in there. <laughs> first time dealing with a turkey. Uh yeah, and so uh I'm making one the night before and then one Thursday. Wow. All right. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I got a why? few people. Gonna have a lot of leftovers. Uh, why? T- why I think two? Be- I think because first time doing it, we're little. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how much turkey to expect, and I, I want to have enough leftovers to get me through the weekend. So you're making the extra one for the. You're making a secondary to guarantee the leftovers, not really for. Yeah. Okay. I'm a 20 pounder and a 15 pounder. Oh, <laughs> five pounds for how, for how many people? Uh, the list got up there. I think it's like 15 people. 
I'd still, I still way. You're still it's overshooting. You're still overshooting the. Uh, and if you have everything else too, like you can always eat that much turkey. Yeah, but good trial. You got a trial turkey going in Wednesday night, and then the real bird. Right. Well, dress you, rehearsal. Right, and you keep the better one. <laughs> you serve. You serve the crappy one that came out worse. You serve <laughs> the guests. Right. If the, uh, if the if the trial turkey comes out Wednesday, awesome. Then we'll put that one in the back <laughs> of the fridge for uh, the weekend. There you go. Good. Well, good. I'd say smooth segue into our advice. You know, I was, I, re, I was thinking about it, and like we get out these picks, and we're we're both around. I I fixed the uh, the numbers. You know, I had, I had fucked something up last week. Um, the actual numbers now are you're 14, 18, and one, and I'm 14 mm. and 19. So that's through this oh. past weekend. So it's a dead heat of mediocrity. Yes. Uh, so we've had, you know, it's not a great year if you're following us for picks, but we can definitely give advice uh, for how to handle a Thanksgiving Eve. Now, this is probably for the younger crowd out there. Um, not that we have that many younger listeners, but for your entertainment value, at least. Here you go. Just some advice on how to handle your Thanksgiving eves. A lot going on, a lot of parties, a lot of bar crawls, a lot of uh, reunions and shit like that, homecomings. Um, you have some advice for the young, the young folks out there? Ant? Not so much advice. I don't really like my words being taken as advice. More survival tips. Okay. All right. Good. S- survive. That's fair. That probably goes along with what I have, actually. So, yeah, survival tips for Thanksgiving Eve. All right. Uh, where do I start? I mean, should I start with the obvious one? I mean, the obvious one is you got to, with technology today, you got to Uber. You got you to, gotta, driving on Thanksgiving Eve is you're asking for trouble. Cops are out there looking for Dude, you. Dude, I've been out the past two nights because I've had to do some stuff. Yeah. Commuting, like after work, five, six o'clock, I had to make, run a couple errands. There's already cops everywhere Monday, Tuesday. I don't know if it's just me and, like, I got my head on a swivel and I'm, like, just seeing it, but there's cops everywhere already. They're getting ready. They're getting ready for it. Yeah, that's true. They know. They know what's coming, man. That was it. Kind of goes along with my first uh, survival tip then. Uh, I just said no drinking and driving unless you had a good wingman to navigate you through town. It's very important. Yeah. Just if you're going to take risks, you know, be prepared for those risks. But don't yes. but don't drink and drive. No, probably the worst night you could do it. New this New Year's Eve. And, I don't know. That's about it. Those two. There you go. What else you got here? Um. All right. This one's a little elaborate, and you pr- and for the this is for definitely for a younger crowd, young single crowd. All right. Let's say you're away at school or. You know, you're like a young professional, 23, 24, who's maybe you're working like an hour away, two hours away, and you're coming home to see the family or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's a girl from maybe your hometown who you're looking to, you know, do the whole Thanksgiving Eve thing with, try and score, mm-hmm. got to plant those seeds weeks in advance. That's when you have to do the reach out and the. Well, then, you really. This is really not timely advice at all. I should have given this advice on <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> so, the, so basically, you need to start planting the seeds for Christmas break now. But you might have their a, hair. You might have if you if you can set set the scene for Christmas, New Year's. 
you might have yes. some action when you're home for a week after finals. Right. Set up a set up a pregame for when you go out. Yeah. So you start you you build a little bit of a repertoire during the pregame. You start mm-hmm. you know exchanging glances, not a repertoire. boozing. What's repertoire? A rapport. Rapport. Build up a little robotie between the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Tomato, tomato. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, you set up a little pregame. Your friends, her friends, a little mingling. Maybe your car stay at the same house. Make sure you have a good place to, mm. you know, sleep, mm-hmm. crash, and uh, that's that's just, that's for the very younger uh, adolescent crowd. Man, that I mean, that that's amazing that you went that way with the second piece because mine was kind of the same. Like, we're careful hooking up around, uh, you know, on. Thanksgiving Eve because you don't want to show up at Thanksgiving dinner with like hickeys, and you didn't pack a you didn't pack anything to hide those hickeys with. Yeah, and you just gotta be careful. You don't know you don't know what's going on. People people get sloppy drunk, and uh, things that things get crazy. Um, you don't want to have to explain yourself to uh, you know your grandmother or anybody else on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, I had one similar written down about that. It was don't get arrested, which you should ne- – don't ever get arrested, not just on right. Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah, totally. And it also, I mean, it'll, you know, it'll ruin your holiday. It'll probably ruin your family's holiday. And similar to that, don't get into any brawls, fights, because, as you just said, I'll elaborate on your point, you don't want to show up to Thanksgiving dinner with, like, a black eye, a lump on your head, cuts, hanging out with people who you may see, like, once or twice a year. They may not come back next year that's true if you're you're, you're the guy who away. shows up yeah you're the guy who shows up you know do you know anybody over and just do you, know anybody, do you know anybody has been in like a brawl on thanksgiving eve or around the holidays uh, i mean i know people have been in brawls i don't know if it was around thanksgiving eve all right all right probably <laughs> all right all right my my, my last one is um this is my kind of elaborate one. Now, you're going to be going out. You're going to be seeing a lot of people you have not seen in, you know, since maybe over the summer, maybe even like at graduation, uh, depending on what. It's like a reunion, like a big reunion night. And like everybody is going to their old haunts. Everybody's going to the places that they know that they can get in, either if they're underage or the parties that they can go and drink at. So everybody's going to the same places that they're familiar with at home. So you're going to run, you're going to run into people that, you know, you're not in touch with, you don't really need to be in touch with. You've cut them out of your life for whatever, one reason or another. Just be care- Just have a, like a getaway plan when all these people start talking to you because you do not want to get caught up with somebody telling you about how great they're doing at school, whatever, the new job they just landed, the promotion they just got, you know, the, the, the first time they got laid at school. You don't want to sit, sit there. These people just want to tell somebody about these you know, made up accomplishments that they have, that they think that they have had in the past three months. They're just dying to tell people from home, like, look at me now, motherfucker. You know, just find a way to avoid those people at all costs, but find a way, be aware that it's coming and find a way to break free as quickly as possible. Maybe use some of Ant's, you know, handoff advice uh, when you get to uh, yeah. conversations. I mean, that's why I listen to the show is to, to learn these things. And now I'm, we're giving you real life situations where you can use them. And uh, Thanksgiving Eve is the perfect time 
uh, to use those uh, handoff skills uh, when it comes to a boring conversation. A lot. I just I've read, I can't remember how many of these dumb motherfuckers just come up to you and just they cannot wait to tell you how great their last three months have been. Go fuck yourself, man. I didn't care. <laughs> I don't. Like, I just I don't care. It's a big handoff night. Big handoff night. Mm, yeah. You gotta give some. You gotta. You gotta hand. You gotta have. You gotta see. You know, two three moves ahead with these yeah. people. Yeah. You just know. You see this guy. A lot of times you'll 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 see the guy that you're trying to avoid. In my case, it's probably multiple guys. Mm-hmm. You'll over you overhear them, the conversation they're having. You gotta know that at some point that conversation is gonna become your conversation. So have have it ready. Be prepared. That's it. So you're, see, you're you're playing chess and they're playing checkers. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Bathroom's a good one. If you're at a bar, obviously bathroom's a good getaway. You have to go get a beer. Oh, that's the best one, man. You, if you're in a conversation with somebody you don't want to talk to, you just start chugging. Like, oh, well, we got to get another drink. Right. And, and the best part is, is that if, if it's the guy that I'm thinking of, which it most certainly almost is, all you got to do is disappear for like five minutes. That guy's going to forget all about you, and he's going to go tell the same exact story to someone else. And you're going to come out of the bathroom or getting a beer, and you're just going to be looking at some other sad sack of shit having to listen yeah. to this guy talk about himself. Hunched the over. Wor- it's one of the worst guys ever. Hunched over, leaning in, just nodding with a blank look on his face with not a word coming out. Just kind of sitting there going, uh-huh, uh-huh, mm-hmm, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, wow, it's great. Wow. Good. Do like the eyebrow raise. Like, hmm, mm-hmm. you got it. <laughs> That's cool. Pretty cool, man. <laughs> sounds sounds great good for you sounds like you're doing great yeah i i, I went to class once last week <laughs> <laughs> I, skipped, I skipped seven consecutive classes last week yeah um i only had a couple more n- nothing elaborate one of them was kind of try and get your booze in advance i know that's not always easy if you're underage but, but that's i used to i worked at a package store mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure I, and I worked on New Year's Eve. I worked around Christmas. It was a ho- it was, I was there for the ho- a holiday stretch, like November through January or mm-hmm. October through January. Of all the days, nothing compared to the chaos of Thanksgiving Eve at a package store. Is that right? Nothing. New Year's is crazy. You know, Christmas, the day before Christmas Eve, you know, that whole area around there is crazy. Thanksgiving Eve is the hardest I ever worked at a package store. Constantly stocking and restocking shelves, coolers. It's, 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 I mean, it's, it's no secret. It's the biggest party day of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it even – it may even top New Year's. It may even top New Year's Eve. I really think so. And well, it's also because you think it's the people going out drinking on Wednesday night, and it's also the people stocking up for their Thursday. So you got two days worth of boozing that people are stocking up for. New Year's Eve is one night. Like nobody's drinking on New Year's Day. Right. You even have like the older crowd that's hosting. Yeah. And yeah. they're stocking up on booze. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, try and try and plan that out. You don't want to be, you know, going out to the package store at like 7 30, 8 o'clock. It's just not, it's not a good time. Not a good time. No. And if you are one of the younger people drinking, build a little bit of a base during the day. Carb load. Well, pizza maybe, because then if you order a lot of pizza wherever you you know wherever you're pregaming at. If you're gonna post game there, also, you have munchies late night. Yeah, plan yeah. ahead. 
Yep. Plant, it's not just booze planting. You got to plan with the munchies too. Some Cheetos maybe. Yes. Just the Cheetos. No, you don't have to make anything <laughs> elaborate with it. No, no, no. No Buffalo Cheeto mozzarella or anything. No. Just, uh, <laughs> oh, just some, they some probably, chips. They probably do mozzarella sticks with them. Here it is. I got the commercial. Cheetos. Uh, dipped in Cheeto. I don't know. This is Applebee's. So I mean, of course, Applebee's is Ugh. trying. Applebee's is trying to become a carnival in a restaurant. Yeah, like some shit you'd see at a fucking county fair. It's a fucking fun house. <laughs> <laughs> Your stomach is not going to be a very fun house at all. The Applebee fun. No, no, it's going to be a rough one. <laughs> that is not going to be a fun Thanksgiving morning if that's what you're. Don't go to Applebee's. You have a, yeah. you have a lot of years. And there's no there's no appropriate age to go to an Applebee's on Thanksgiving Eve. <laughs> no, only, the only time I, I would deem it um, appropriate is if it was the only place that took your fake ID. Okay, fake ID. Yeah. If, if you knew you could get away with an Applebee's, I'm going right. That's exactly where I'm going to drink. Or, or you have a very tight, minuscule window to fit in a drink, and the Applebee's is the only thing nearby. Yeah, no, that that that's life. That's a life. Uh, that yeah, that's not a Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's a that's a survival tip for all, all ways of life. That's, there's no wrong time to uh, take that advice. There's 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 probably like I wonder if the hierarchy of like places to stop in for a drink, like for stopping for one when you have a minute. Applebee's is at the bottom of that list. Like hotel bar is a great place for one drink. Like you know. Your regular neighborhood bar is a fine place. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, a decent re- restaurant maybe that has a bar. Even even like uh, like a Wild Wings is a decent place to go have a beer. Like if you just pop in real quick. Applebee's for that quick one. It's 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 really it's a lifestyle that we've chosen. Um, you know, to to be on the lookout for a place to have a quick drink. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not ashamed that Applebee's is on the list of places that I would go into for a beer or a beer and a shot or something, but what well, um, has to be on the list. I mean, it has to be if it's because, there. They, because they have a bar. Yeah. Because they have a bar. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'd rather, I'd probably rather go to like a bodega and get a 24 ounce, like drink in the parking lot or something. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know. Cause I like, I kind of like sit at the bar, even if it's a fucking Applebee's, but you know, the bartender is going to suck in an Applebee's. No, you're not getting good bartender out of Applebee's. <laughs> it's just not. That's there's no way that's happening. Yeah, don't you got your expectations have to be uh, have to be low. His his name's gonna be like Ross, and he's gonna have frosted tips, <laughs> spiked frosted tips, and fucking big goofy name tag. <laughs> he expects you to order a margarita or something. You're like, guys, guys, got a beer? What do you have on tap? Uh, do we? He's got to check and see if he's even got a tap. Yeah, we have a couple IPAs and uh, <laughs> like a local brew. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Let's get into our picks. Week twelve and week eleven and a half. Thanksgiving picks here on your Thanksgiving Eve. We have three games: twelve thirty, four thirty, eight twenty. Uh, we mentioned them yesterday. Show quick. I got mine ready to go. Why don't you start us off at 1230? We have Bears at the Detroit Lions. Bears favored by three and a half points. Where do you stand? 
Okay, I, I should start off by saying I am notorious for being a horrible Thanksgiving week gambler. That's okay. And you, I think you gave us I great think, you gave us great survival tips um, earlier, so we're we're good with the with the poor picks. Right. I uh, I think a lot of that has to do with these college tournaments this week, the Maui Invitational, the uh, Battle for Atlantis. There's a couple more that are escaping my head. Sometimes there's one at MSG. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that has to do with it because I get caught up betting those, and then I bet you know the Lions on Thanksgiving, and it's just it all it all starts there. Um, fun fact, quick fun fact. Yeah. Only team to never play on Thanksgiving. I'm going to take a quick crack at it. Wow. Um, One active franchise to never play on Thanksgiving. Uh, the Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars is correct. Oof. I had three in my head. That was one. Texans were the other one? Texans, but I wasn't sure if the Oilers would be count. And the Panthers, too, but I don't remember the Panthers playing. But, yeah, the Jaguars. Panthers, I actually remember them playing the year they went to the Super Bowl against Dallas. Okay. Okay. Houston, I can't. I can't remember Houston playing. Um, but they might have. They might have played as the Oilers, though. And that counts franchise. Uh, I don't think they would. That would count, though. No. That would count more for the Titans than it does. Oh, that's right. The Titans, Titans are the Oilers, not the Texans. Yeah. That's a good trivia question. When did the yeah. Texans play on Thanksgiving? Um, all right. So. I've been burned by the Lions too many times. I'm taking the Bears, laying the three and a half. It's actually down to three right now. But I, listen, I, I know I know going in that Andy Dalton probably burns me in this spot. I was trying, I was going back to my forth in my head. Is this a primetime game? Is this Andy Dalton primetime? It's twelve thirty. Yeah. Stand alone. I don't I don't know if this is Andy Dalton primetime. It's against the Lions. Does it count? Uh, either way, I'll, I'll roll the dice with the Bears. Uh, I, it's hard for me to. You know, I have a soft spot for the Lions. I do usually bet them on Thanksgiving. Just can't do it this year. I know Goff. It looks like Goff's playing. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Um, you know, and it's hard. It's hard to pass in the home dog. You know, and the Lions are almost always the home dog on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which is why I usually can't resist them, and this is why I usually dig myself such a hole in the week. Uh, I'll live with the Bears. I'll live with the Bears. Yeah, I'm with. I'm with you there. I just. Can't pick the Lions. Can't do it. I've done it. I've already done it this year, and they they burned me that time. I'm not going to do it again. Bears, uh, a little bit better team, slightly better team, I guess. A little more to play for, but we're so basically we're looking at we're staring down the Lions' first one of the season here. Uh, yeah, Matt Nagy. <laughs> uh, Four thirty, the Las Vegas Raiders travel to Dallas as seven point underdogs. What do you got here? All right. I think this is the game I struggled with the most. Um, I went back and forth in my head. Uh, the injury – I didn't like the injury report for Dallas. Zeke, I don't know if he's playing. Lamb had the, uh, has the concussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, I, you know, the one thing that put me over was I remembered on yesterday's show, I called for Tony Pollard to be the star of Thanksgiving – so in that case, I I gotta put my money where my mouth is and pick Dallas. Um, I'll take the Cowboys. I'll just bank on the fact that their defense is gonna make you know Derek Carr miserable. 
Yeah. Uh, so I like Dallas's defense. I hate the Raiders' defense. I think the Raiders' defense can be had. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, I don't. I don't love it. It feels like the Cowboys are a public pick. I mean, I was just looking at the numbers just now. It looks like the Lions and Cowboys are the public plays, which I guess is that much of a surprise on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. People want to root for those teams, I guess, on Thanksgiving. Um, and so it feels like a public pick. It feels like a square pick, maybe a little bit of a sucker pick. I don't love that the left tackle's out because they, that, team's never, that team never plays well when Tyron Smith doesn't play. It seems like he's, you know, I mean, I, I'm not splitting the ad. Left tackle is pretty important. Mm-hmm. Line side. Um, I'm going to take Dallas, though. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take Dallas. I am with you again. Uh, Raiders have had a couple of bad weeks. They've looked really bad. Cars, cars, not been good. They have had no run game, even though Jacobs is back. Um, the the D has gotten run over by the Bengals and the Chiefs consecutive weeks. Uh, I think it's just, uh, it's, I think it's it just continues to kind of spiral a little bit here for the Raiders. So they're going to need, they're going to need to get this one out of their system and. Take take the long break next week to figure this sh- some shit out. But uh, yeah, give give me Dallas. I think Dallas kind of gets right a little bit here, even with the uh, the injuries that they're just they're just a better team at home. Give me Dallas with the touchdown. Better team. So New Orleans will be hosting the eight twenty game as the reeling Buffalo Bills go down there as four and a half point favorites. Where do you stand here in the Big Easy? Yet? Uh, spreads actually jumped up to six. I, uh, I, I don't. Bills by six is the number. I'm changing it. (laughs) That gives away what I'm doing. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I was able to lay off the lions as a home dog. I can't lay off two. The injury report scares the crap out of me. Kamar is not playing. Mark Ingram, who was supposed to be Kamar's insurance policy, also not playing. I read that the Saints have two all-pro tackles who aren't playing. You know, they're down to their third-string quarterback, Taysom Hill, who was like Sean Payton's guma at this point. Like, he just keeps stringing them along, like giving them $90 million to just sit there and be quiet and not go anywhere else. It's like, it's like Draper. It's like Don Draper when he leaves Linda Carlini in the hotel room and just tells you to wait there. That's what Payton is basically doing to Taysom Hill. <laughs> you know? Um, with all of that said, though, I got to plug my nose and take uh, Trevor Simeon in the Saints here. I'm offic- I officially, last show, hit the panic button on the Bills. I'm sticking with the fact that the Bills are in a little bit of trouble here. And uh, I expect the Saints defense. That's the, that's the unit I'm counting on to cover this spread. Yeah. I think the Saints defense plays a good game. I think they'll give Allen some issues. Bill's offense has looked, you know, a, like a shell of what it did. Forget about last year, even earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Saints, I know those, in those injuries, I hate them, but I think the Saints have a chance here as a primetime dog to uh, win outright. You know, I've been on the Bill's bandwagon for a year and a half now. I'm, I'm jumping off. I might get back on at some point, but I'm just – I'm off right now. I don't like what I see. Yeah, the short week's a tough week to get right here for the Bills – um, it's uh, again, I mean, Moss, Singletary now, like Breeders in the New Mexico, they don't, they don't have a, a run game that's been effective recently. Um, 
the offense has been bad uh, in, in the past few weeks. I, I just don't think going into New Orleans on Thursday night is going to be when they, they figure it out. I got a few. They, they might come away with the win, um, but it's not. But I, like New Orleans is a surprising team. It's weird how they, they kind of – there's a couple of these teams that kind of st- stick around. We, we don't expect them to. And Trevor Simeon is one of those players. They just are one of the is the head of one of these teams now. Where it's like, of course you don't expect him to do anything, but then uh, there he is, kind of somehow keeping the team around longer than they should. So uh, I gotta stick. I gotta. I, I gotta assume that New Orleans finds a way to keep this one competitive, keep it close. Buffalo maybe squeaks it out, touch you know, uh, less than a touchdown, a field goal victory, something like that. But uh, I don't expect it to be pretty though. I don't think I don't think it's gonna be game's gonna be ugly. Bring it on. Another another fun fact I meant to mention I meant to uh, mention this at the top, but slipped my mind. All six teams playing Thanksgiving coming off losses. Wow. Four of them, few of them were shellackings, four double digit losses. Wow. So there's gonna be three teams that are kinda well, the Lions are constantly reeling. It's been like 50 years of reeling, but <laughs> there's going to be some teams that are, you know, it's going to be a long 10 days off after a few, a few losses in a row. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, that's kind of boring that we ended up uh, lockstep in each of them, so neither of us will gain any ground uh, over <laughs> nope. Thanksgiving Day. So we can both enjoy the holiday without any pride on the line, and we'll come back here um, – We'll record at some point for you after Thanksgiving. Get you the picks for the rest of week 12. We'll not be matched up on any. All joint picks here. Week 11 and a half Thanksgiving here on Sunday Poor. And uh, you have any, any parting shots? Any parting words? Uh, no, I think I left it all out in the field. What the fuck did I just say? I fucking never <laughs> said that in fucking two years or a year and a half of doing this, whatever it is. Yeah, I I entered the tank here, you know, playing on uh, playing tonight on zero days rest, <laughs> just all heart, all heart out there tonight, it's and uh, gave you four and four and a third innings, abbreviated start, and uh, just uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Enjoy the holiday, everybody. Be safe out there, and we will talk to you later on in the week. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, we don't need to do a post show, all right? Are we got anything? Nah, good? I got nothing. Oh, one thing. Yes, I do, actually. Oh. I think next, not this, this Thursday, Thanksgiving. I think the following Thursday, we got to start the holiday, uh, the stretch run of Christmas movies, Thursday I have, nights. I have a suggestion okay. from, a, from a loyal listener. All right. A Christmas movie. Oh. He, sa- he said he's talked to you about this being uh, – a Christmas movie. Okay. I've never seen this one. So I'm kind of <laughs> thinking that it's probably time. Um, Eyes Wide Shut. I'm trying to think who the listener is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen I, <laughs> I could do Eyes Wide Shut. I mean, it's, it's yeah, well, I'm not going to give anything away, but I, I could, uh, I'd have to do an, an obviously, I'd have to obviously do a rewatch, but. I would suggest doing it late at night, stoned to the gills. <laughs> All right. A, a, a viewer's guide for Eyes Wide Shut. Yes.
yeah, so how we're going to have um, – I don't have like a calendar in front of me. We're going to have three or four weeks for uh, – Let's see. I'll, I'll get it right here. So the 25th is Thanksgiving, December 2nd. So 2, 2, 9, 16, 24, 4, I think. Yeah, we'll have one. Yeah, twenty third will be the twenty third will be the last one, going into Christmas Eve. So yeah, nice. All right, four Christmas movies. Beautiful. All right, we'll get we'll get to work. We got to figure out no Gremlins this year. No, we got to figure out three more Christmas movies. Eyes wide shut in the back. All right, all right. There you go. There you have it. A little sneak preview. What's what's to come. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you. All right. Yeah. I'll talk to you later. Andy. That's it.